Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Minds Over Money podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Brady. This week, I wanted to try something a little different. Uh, instead of covering the week in perspective, which reviewed the market and economic news from last week, I'm going to cover three articles, three headlines that I found interesting. Uh, and the whole idea behind this is to focus less on the nitty gritty details of the market movements uh, and more so on interesting news cycle events that may pertain to your investment portfolio, but also just might be interesting. If you like this format of the show better or want the Week in Perspective back, feel free to reach out and give me your thoughts. The first article uh, that I found interesting uh, was actually from this morning, and it's that the EU is now planning to allow fully vaccinated Americans to travel this summer. Uh, All 27 member states uh, are willing to accept travelers who have been vaccinated uh, by three major vaccines, the Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson & Johnson. Um, Travel restrictions are set to change based on vaccination certificates. So that little card you got from the CDC at your vaccination site that says when you were vaccinated and with which vaccine, uh, their plan is to somehow digitize that Uh, But to start, uh, it'll probably be you showing up at uh, immigration with your vaccine card from your home uh, government and them issuing you a European Union vaccine certificate. Uh, Individual member countries uh, may impose stricter uh, restrictions like quarantines or not permitting travelers from outside the European Union bloc. But countries such as Greece, Spain, Italy, Portugal, and Croatia are all set to jump at the opportunity. So get your bags packed and start finding your flights as vacations to Europe may begin soon. The second article I found interesting from last week is from Friday, uh, and it's SpaceX and NASA launch four astronauts to the International Space Station in the first trip to include a pre-used capsule and a pre-used rocket. So it launched Friday morning from Kennedy Space Center in Cape Canaveral, Florida, and it was a number of firsts for SpaceX. Two of its Dragon Crew capsules are now docked successfully at the International Space Station. It's the first time uh, with two international astronauts, one from Japan and one from France. The rocket used in this launch was actually from uh, the first launch back in November, and the capsule is from a test in May of last year. So why is this important? Well, it cuts the cost of spaceflight. So if SpaceX and other uh, commercial space companies can now reuse capsules and rockets, they don't have to make them new every single flight. So that should bring the cost down uh, for getting astronauts to the ISS. And as SpaceX was awarded uh, NASA's contract to build a capsule to go to the moon, uh, potentially as early as 2024, we could be going you know, back to the moon and, and potentially onto Mars at some point uh, if Elon Musk has his way. The third article uh, or headline is that Biden is proposing a capital gains tax increase on those making more than a million dollars a year. So the top tax rate uh, he is proposing would be 39.6%. It would uh, match the top income tax uh, bracket plus You have the 3.8% surcharge for Obamacare, so a total 
tax on capital gains at 43.4%. The third headline I wanted to highlight was that President Biden is proposing a capital gains tax increase on those making more than a million dollars. So in his proposal, the top tax rate for capital gains would be 39.6%. Plus, you have to add in the 3.8% Obamacare surcharge. So a total federal uh, capital gains tax rate of 43.4%. Uh, the tax hike is proposed to help fund the American Families Plan uh, that President Biden is, is going to provide some more detail around when he addresses Congress this Wednesday. Uh, this would be the highest capital gains rate since uh, it was 40% in the 1970s. And the increase is, in, is expected to raise $370 billion over 10 years. High tax states like New York and California could see state and federal capital gains rates as high as 52% and 56% respectively. Now proponents of uh, the tax rate hike are saying top earners will now be paying their fair share or more of their fair share and opponents are going to say it will disincentivize investment and future economic growth. This week's financial planning topic is another one of the 12 great uh, mistakes that we find investors make and that is over diversification. So last week we covered under diversification. This week we're covering over diversification and the refresher. Uh, diversification is a risk management technique or risk mitigation tool that blends a mix of investments in a portfolio in the hopes of reducing the overall risk. In under diversification, you hold either a single or a few investments in your portfolio. In over diversification, you hold so many that you cannot actually take advantage of the risk mitigation technique of diversification. This uh, occurs most often in company retirement plans, your 401k. You have a menu of investment options and you don't trust yourself to make uh, the right selection to get a diversified portfolio. So you say, you know what, I'm gonna just invest in them all and hopefully that's you know gonna work out for me in the end. What ends up happening if you decide to do that is you're going to own three or four large cap growth stock, growth stock funds, various international funds, some bond, a stable value. There might even be some target date retirement funds mixed in there. And what happens is you are over diversified in so many different things that the portfolio can't function the way it's intended to. An over diversified portfolio may dampen volatility for you but you're just not gonna see the investment return, the growth that you need to achieve your long-term financial goals. The best way to combat this great mistake is with a broadly diversified portfolio that allows you to take advantage of market gains while also allowing you to write out any future market corrections. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. As always, if you have any questions about the show or wanna reach out, the phone number is 440 235 2100 and my email is cameron at michaelbradyco.com.